whether it's your career, whether it's a relationship, whether it's education, whatever it is that you pursue, I want you to pursue it with passion or don't pursue it at all. Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, the show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Welcome to another episode of the Mission Driven Podcast. I'm your host, AC Cristales. This is episode number 10. And for episode number 10, I have a special guest. His name is Gabe Brandle. He is the MAP program coordinator at Richland College and MAP stands for Mel Achievement Program and this program well he'll tell you more about this program all right guys so you guys just sit back and listen to another episode I can't can't believe we're already at number 10 so thank you so much for your support and again I hope you guys enjoy this interview thank you so much for joining me on the Mission Driven Podcast I'm your host AC Cristales and for today I have a special guest with me a buddy of mine who I've known ever since I've been at Richland for about three years now and so I'm excited to have him on here to for so he can share you know what he does here at Richland again he does some amazing work with the young men of color here so without further ado my guest Gabe Randall thank you thank you thank you for having me man three years three man, years seems already. like we've been knowing each other Way longer than that, man. So, man, it's always a pleasure, man. Second guest, very thankful to be a part. No, nah, man, I appreciate you and everything that you do. Like I shared with you last time, you know, we were together. Um, I know where your heart's at, man, and I know your heart is all about helping, you know, just the young men here at Richland. So, uh, man, I'm excited to have you, Exa- excited for you to just, just share a bit of you and what you do here and why you do it, because I think that's the main reason why I wanted to ask you on, on the show, just so you can just you know, explain the, the purpose, right? What drives you in doing it. Yeah. So definitely, man. I got to tip my hat to you, though. Um, man, you're one of the most requested guys that uh, my students ask for. Uh, that's why I bring you every semester because they're like, hey, when is AC coming back to speak? Um, you know, you have just as much heart and passion for coming to speaking to these guys. You've never asked for anything in return, but hey, when can I come speak? So exactly. thank you for exactly. giving back to my guys. Yeah, man, and it's because, you know, like I said, you know, I, I believe in what you do, man, and so uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I said, anything I can do to help you, I will do so. Let's go ahead and just get into the, the interview portion of it, man. Just Let's start by giving a, a bit of information about your, your family and your educational background. Uh, man, I had a, um, actually had a great family, um, man, both parents. Um, my parents straight out of South Dallas, man, they went to, uh, Roosevelt High School. Um, if I don't say Roosevelt High School, they'll get upset, <laughs> but, uh, both my parents went there. Um, my dad went on to Oklahoma State, uh, he had a football scholarship out there, so he played football out there, um, got into a little bit of some mess, and he ended up coming back home, um, and then my mom, uh, graduated out of UNT, the uh, University of North Texas. And so she has a speech and communications degree. And so uh, both my parents, man, they were uh, college educated. And so that was instilled in us from, you know, day one, how important education was. And so it's me and my two sisters. I'm the middle boy. Okay. <laughs> right there in the middle. I got my little sister and then my older sister. So, yeah, smack dab in the middle. But uh, all of us were, you know, told you got to go to college or, you know, military or college. And we prefer you to go to college. Because, mm-hmm. um, okay. yeah, my father was also, when he came back from school, he went ahead and joined the army, so my father's a army vet. Okay, awesome. So, wh- where did you go to school? So I went to school at A uh, and M Commerce, okay. and so um, I always like to tell people my my interesting story, just because it's just a uh, <laughs> it's that interesting. But um, you know, I went to school, went off to school. I had a scholarship for football. Thought I was the man out of high school. 
went to college and, you know, I, I wasn't going to class. I wasn't doing right. I was at every party, anything that was going on campus, I was there. Yeah. And so my grades came back, and Coach called me in his office. He's like, uh, say, you know, you failed every class. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. And so it was the worst feeling in the world having to call my parents and say, hey, look, you got to come get me. I got to come home. And so I sat at home, uh, worked a little bit, and then I got a call from Random Commerce like, hey, look, man, we, we, we looking for somebody to come play on the team. When can you get here? I'm like, hey, I'll be down there uh, tomorrow. Okay. Packed up all my stuff, and, man, I just went straight on down to Commerce, and by the end I had my act together. Man, I became a, a perfect model student at that point because I just didn't want to come back home. Okay. So you feel you needed that to in order to kind of motivate you to do the right things? Yeah, I needed that kick. Yeah, yeah. I needed that, that swift kick in the butt because after that, man, I didn't stop. I just went straight into my master's after I got my uh, my bachelor's. I didn't stop. I figured, look, I played around enough. Yeah. I just went straight into my master's. And that's the thing, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, people – People don't understand that, that there's power in, in failing at something, right? Or mm -hmm. not doing, at first not succeeding at it, you yeah. know? I mean, if you always succeed and succeed and succeed, you'll never know, you know, how much more you're able to do. Yeah. So, like you said, you needed that kick in the butt to continue on. So, you went on to your master's. Now, tell us about that. Yeah, so, man, I went and got my master's at a Concordia University in okay. Austin. Um, and so, I, I, I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted my master's in. Um, but so I just went ahead and got it in education because okay. my undergrad was in um, biomechanics and I was getting my teacher certification. And so I didn't finish the full certification part, but I went and got my biomechanics. But I was like, you know, I was going to be everybody on the football team was like, look, you can be a coach and a teacher. Mm -hmm. So I was following that same path. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't think it was necessarily the what I really wanted to do. I was doing it because that's what everybody else was doing. Okay. And so with my master's, I was like, this is a chance for me to really do uh, what I want and so uh, went ahead and got it in higher education and uh, it's been a great decision for me. Awesome, really awesome. So I mean what is that what kind of led you here to Richland? Yeah, yeah man and so uh, I had to get my foot in the door. Um, mm -hmm. I was just looking for anything. I was like, look, I just want to get into higher education. So I ended up working in a testing center. I know. I remember you. Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah, you remember yeah, me, yeah. but I remember you. Yeah. And so, um, that's people, didn't, I, people didn't think I was a professor. They're like, who's this guy? Are you yeah. didn't take a test, man. <laughs> and so I ended up working in the testing center, and it was some grueling hours. It was like 1230 in the afternoon and 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And so I had another job uh, in the morning, and I get off there, go to the testing center from 1230 to 9 o'clock at night. And... Um, I got involved slightly with this program uh, when they asked for some mentors uh, on campus, and I became a mentor, and that's how I found the Mel Achievement Program. Okay. And so uh, I applied for this job twice. 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 <laughs> uh, the first time I applied for it, man, didn't get it. Uh, I didn't complain about it. I still worked with the program. Uh -huh. And then, um, then it came back up again, and I was just like, you know, yeah. And so by the second time, I got it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, you, before we get into that, hmm? b before the program, so you said you got your master's in higher ed and then you wanted to get your foot into the door. So why? Because you, you, you mentioned they said, hey, you know, you're either a coach or a teacher. And yet most of the time when you think coach or teacher, me, I, I think, all right, high school or middle school, right? Yep. You can be a high school football coach or middle school football coach. But yet you chose higher education. So what led you to higher ed? Uh, I like working with adults. Okay. Um, he said, I, I saw your face. <laughs> I'm gonna give it real. I, I wish people could see your face because you're like, nah. He's like, nah. Forget those little kids. Uh, um, I, I've worked in. I've worked in a middle school. Okay. Uh, I, as an interventionalist, uh, behavioral interventionalist, I've worked 
at a charter school for high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's great. But man, I, you still got it. There's a second, there's a, another element you got to deal with when you're down at that level. You know, you got the parents. Oh, for sure. Um, in higher ed, man, it's just, it's your raw grown. Yeah. You know, it's you, it's a student. Mm-hmm. So um, my approach can be slightly more comfortable with how I operate daily talking to an adult okay yeah definitely i definitely understand that i mean yeah, i see it, I see it in my you class know. you know hey no <laughs> hey you want to be here you're gonna be here right and i'm right. not gonna mother or father you so yeah right to get that yeah yeah all right very good so you got your foot into higher ed you were testing mm-hmm. you know working in the testing room and then the male achievement program why don't you tell people what you do with the male achievement program here that's so, so i think the male achievement program is a one-stop shop for any and everything that the men of color need here on campus uh, I'm their advisor, I'm their their mentor, their best friend. Uh, if they broke up with the girl and they need somebody to cry <laughs> on, you know, I, I'm literally everything for them. Um, and one of the things that I pride myself on is that I, I make myself accessible to them day or night. Um, I think it's important. So every guy has my cell phone number. Like I say, hey, shoot me a text. If you have a question or you need something, let me know. Um, and so... One of the main goals is, of course, to get them here and keep them here, make sure they're going from semester to semester and progressing and taking stuff they actually need to graduate and transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a wide spectrum of guys. I have guys who have a perfect 4.0 GPA, but they're looking to be more social. They're they're trying to get out of their shell a little bit. Okay. And then I have guys that are one semester from, you know, that's it, that's all. Mm-hmm. And they really need help. And so everybody comes to this program for a different reason, um, but I pride it on being whatever the student needs it to be is what the male achievement program is for them. Okay, that's awesome. Why is that, um, why is mentoring, you know, young men of color, because you mentioned that, right? Men of color, it's a program for men of color. Why is that so important to you? Because it's something that's um, not even around as much as it was. This wasn't around, there's nothing like this when I was in college. Okay. It wasn't there. For sure. Um, I wish I would have had something like that. Now you look at any community college or even some four years across the country and there's a program mm-hmm. like this involved because they've seen and um, you've mentioned it before and you're talking with the guys and, and speaking with them like there's stats everywhere that shows you know, once men of color get into higher education, their chances of dropping out or not completing are severely and dangerously high. That's right. And so uh, one of the things that this college found important was was making sure that we have some sort of intervention in place to prevent that. Um, whether no matter what it is, you have somebody there that cares about you, that's really invested in you completing this journey. Um, and so I, I hate to see, you know, people who's like, oh, yeah, I used to go to school. And I was like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you finish? Something happened or somebody was not there to keep them in school. And that is my goal is to keep them here. Well, no matter what I got to do, just let's get you through semester to semester. Um, I just did another interview before uh, this one, and the girl asked me about systemic racism and this sort of stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, do I see that in school? And I had to tell her, well, you know, colleges weren't even made for us mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't something that was um, built for us or designed for us. Yeah. Um, we had to fight to get, exactly. you know, our education. And so it was even to the point to where that's why you have HBCU colleges out in existence because they were told you couldn't go to school with mm-hmm. us. And so um, when they get here, they're already seeing themselves behind the eight ball, behind um, a whole lot of other stuff that they can't even go to school. So these programs need to be here to um, 
help them deal with stuff because we deal with just not not even here at academics but there's a lot of stuff that happens at home exactly that we deal with and so uh we put all that in one and we get them either graduated or transferred mm -hmm. definitely you know and, and yeah there's there's tons of research that show yeah. you know you have you know students of color and especially males okay yeah. and that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah, i'm yeah. glad that yeah. you pointed that out that they'll, they'll go to college but again you know their their graduation they never they never graduated and so one of the things that helps is where you, when you feel integrated and not just mm -hmm. academically, because right. again, you mentioned that too, it's not just about academics sometimes, but just socially integrated, right. socially connected. And so that's something that I know that you stress with, 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 your, with your kids, right? With your men, with yeah. your men. You know, I always call them my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was my kids too. I mean, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> you know, just, just the, the power of connection, the power yep. of like, hey man, you have somebody here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so don't ever, don't ever think that you don't. You know, you have somebody here. And so... Um, do you find like some of them sometimes resist that though? Because I, I've seen that yeah. before in, in helping, right? And wanting to help, you know, young people. I've been working with young people for 19 years mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes there's that pushback yep. and it's not so much because it's me. It's just the way they've been raised right. and they don't know how to trust. Right. So, and so a lot of them, they come with that wall already built up. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it takes a lot to take that wall down brick by brick. Um and so some of them, I tell them, look, you only have to join the MailChimp program if you don't want to. If you just want to come by and talk, mm -hmm. and you just want some, you just need some help, just come find me. Exactly. I'm not even saying you got to join the program because I know down the line, eventually I'll get you. Mm -hmm. um, but like, if you just need some help, hey, you just need somebody to talk to, hey, look, you don't have to, no pressure, just come by. But um, the resistance is key. It's still a whole lot of students who I would love to be helping, who I know could use the help. Um, but they're just, it's a, it's a pride thing, I think. Um, I know, especially men of color and even just men, sometimes we were just afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the biggest downfalls that you can have. Um, why not ask somebody who's been down that road before yeah. or somebody who can help you? If I don't know, I don't know. I'm going to ask somebody. Exactly. Um, you know, nobody's gotten anywhere on their own. People mm -hmm. figure that all the time. Like, oh, I can do it on my own. Oh, I got this. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You exactly. need help. Um, and so there's always a bit of resistance, and I can tell that when I talk to each and every individual student that comes through my office, um, I build a rapport with them individually before we do group stuff, um, making sure that they understand what this program is about and what they can get out of it. Um, and I always tell them all the time, you get out of it what you get, what you put into it. Mm -hmm. If you're not utilizing me uh, as a resource here on campus, then you know there there's not a whole lot that this program is going to do for you. Utilize me. Um, and so a lot of students come to the, with those, with those bricks up, but you know, I slowly peel it back, uh, layer by layer. I never make promises to them that I can't deliver upon. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they come with people I've told them, yeah, I can do this for you, or you got this, or you do this. And then they disappoint them. Mm -hmm. And so I've never told them that the, whatever they I've said I can do, I deliver upon. And if I can't do it, I always say, Hey, give me some time with it, mm -hmm. or let's find another alternative. Um, but I, I, I never uh, mess with the fragile psyche sometimes that they already have. Okay. That's good. And so you, when you hit on something right then, and I'm going to ask you about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. You know, sometimes it's culturally. Culturally, hey, yeah. you don't ask for help. Mm -hmm. And then it's the, the gender aspect of it, right? Yeah. Masculinity. Mm -hmm. As a man, you're not supposed to ask for help. Don't, don't ask yeah. for help. Yeah. You're not supposed to do mm -hmm. that. So because you, you, you mentioned this so how do you peel back how do you how do you how do you break through those walls it's just man just showing them that i'm i'm here like this dude's always around man like 
dude, okay, fine. Look, yeah. man, you know, he's always asking me how's class going. Yeah. He's all, that's one thing I always ask my dudes. They always say, I always ask how's class. Yeah. And sometimes I'll know if they lying. And so it was just, <laughs> it's just building that rapport slowly with them. Yeah. Um, I'm not always in my office. Sometimes they're out there hanging out there playing Uno. I'm just going to go by there and sit by them. Hey, look, deal me in the next game. Right, draw four, baby. You know, yeah, yeah, deal me in the next <laughs> game. You know, they play it by a different set of rules than I used to play by. But I learned it. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's showing them that, look, I'm just not, you know, the person here getting the check. Like, I really am invested in you. Okay. And once they eventually start to see that, then they open up more and more. And then I start figuring out, okay, now I see why you're like this, mm -hmm. you know. And I will make sure not to put you down that path anymore, but I can help you. Or I know people that can get you where you're trying to get to. Um, but it's just really about just letting them, just establishing a rapport with them, man. Let them see, look, man, you know. He's not just always in his office. He's not just always, you know, he, he's actually invested in this, man. He comes by and he, he just always asking about me, man. He's just always asking about me. Okay, fine. Look, man, you know. You know what word comes to mind when you say that? Mm. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. So if you're an educator listening yeah. right now, all right, if you're, you work with middle school students, high school students, it's, it's all the same. Kids want consistency. Yep. Even your children. Yeah. Right? Even if, you, you know, your father, your mother listening, all kids want is for you to be consistent, mm -hmm. consistently after them. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Doesn't mean you always say the right things. Doesn't mean you don't get upset. I mean, I, I've shared in the podcast how I've gotten upset with my daughter, but man, if I consistently show her that I love her, consistently show her that I'm there for her, that's how you're going to break through walls. So yeah. it works the same way with students. Yeah. So definitely. Absolutely. I told yeah, them yesterday sure. in our meeting, uh, Tuesday in our meeting, I was like, hey guys, I love y'all. And I ain't scared to say it. Mm -hmm. I love y'all. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, what's crazy, you know, that people were listening, but th there's probably some students in there who, probably have haven't heard that yeah in a while right yes you know? yeah and so someone's like hey i love you too mr gabe or you know you know they hit me with the much love but yeah you'd be surprised how many have not heard that in such a long time for sure yeah for sure that's good so this this podcast mission driven podcast right one of the things that that i focus on and, and the reason why i did it was to just make sure that people are driven and focused by a mission right so what's your life mission and how does it align to what you currently do on a day-to-day -day basis here at richland yeah, so my life's mission is all about helping helping these guys, helping these men of color, helping these students uh, get to where they're trying to get through to in life. Um, it's very important that uh, at one point, like I said, I'm going to retire and I want to kick back and I want to be able to say that I helped progress this generation forward. Um, at some point, they're going to be, um, they're men, but at some point, they're going to be grown, grown men mm -hmm. and they're going to have families and they're going to have um, a wife and they're gonna have kids and I want them to um, be able to successfully take care of them um, I want them to be able to break some cycles and break some chains uh, that have held them down um, I'm a big proponent of breaking these cycles of, right. of these guys some of them didn't have fathers so hey look guess what you're gonna do mm -hmm. you're gonna be a father you Definitely. know you're going to be there for your family every step of the way I ain't saying it's always gonna be easy mm -hmm. it's gonna be some hard days it's gonna be some hard nights but um, you know there's going to be something bigger than you um, that I want them to be prepared to take take care of in life. And education is a key. You know, it, it's it's a setup for everything in life. And I tell guys a lot of times, you know, um, once you graduate, you get that diploma. That's something nobody can ever take from you. That's right. They can take that. Money will come and go. Mm -hmm. Cars come and go. All that stuff, material stuff, it comes and goes. But nobody can take away the fact that you got your education. Never. And there's nothing more dangerous in this world than an educated man of color. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now I've seen you and, and know that, that you 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 really 
you know, encourage your students to be involved, you know, in the community. You encourage them. I know, you know, Richland has a food drive here. Yep. You know, and so you encourage them to be active. So why is that so important for you, for them to be, you know, active in their community? Uh, I want them to also see that, you know, these are the communities that you've coming from. But um, it's also a chance for them to see that some of them think they got it bad. I guarantee you somebody got it worse. Always. <laughs> somebody has it worse than you. I'm not saying everything is great. But somebody has it worse than you. Mm -hmm. And so by going out here in this community and doing some of this community involvement, passing out food and to, to people, it, it kind of humbles them a little bit. It's like, okay, you know, man, at least I have something in the fridge. I may not have what I want, but mm -hmm. I got something. Um, and so going out and giving back to these communities is, is important because it helps them instill a sense of pride in their own community as well. Um, like, this is where you grew up at. You don't like the way it looks anymore. We get to where in a position where you can affect the change, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so, yeah, we work with the food bank. Uh, we pass out food um, to the community. Um, at some point, we're going to get down to the actual North Texas Food Bank, and we're going to uh, pack up that food and make sure it's given out. We're going to go do some work at some of these homeless shelters because I want them to see uh, how some of these people are living. And um, it's something we do very special every year. There's an angel tree. Salvation Army does an angel tree here. And uh, I always pick an a angel uh, for the guys. And I said, hey, look, this is somebody who's not going to have a holiday. Mm -hmm. And they're asking me for some just basic necessities, a coat, some clothes. And, you know, I would say, hey, look, you know, whatever y'all can chip in, you know, you got a dollar, you got some change. If you're going to buy some cookies at Subway, bring the change to me. And I always match whatever we come up with. And so last year, uh, I think we came up with like $300 and we were able to give this kid everything they wanted for the holidays. And so I do that again this year. And so they can say, okay, look, this is what we're giving back. We're going to give and have a let a family have a happy holidays. And so giving back to the community, man, this is just important. They need to see different communities. Sometimes they're stuck in their same communities and they don't get to see other communities too as well. Um, but, you know, I like them to see, you know, their community. And sometimes, you know, we'll go down to the to the six-figure district and let them see what some of these communities are like. You like that? You like this area? This is where you want to go? Mm -hmm. This is what you need. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, giving back to me has always been important to me. That's good, man. And, you know, it's kind of like what, what I, I know I've shared this, you know, when I've talked to to the MAP program, you know, success has to be bigger than you, man. Mm -hmm. And it has to be bigger than, you know, what kind of car you drive and what house you live in. It has to be about how did I make somebody else's life right. better? You know, how did I do that? So whether I have money now, I can still go and, and pass out food. You know, I can still yeah. do that. Like, so... It's not a thing where, well, when I graduate, I'll do it. You know, mm -hmm. or when I earn my master's degree, or when I'm making, you know, eighty-five thousand dollars a year, I do it. You can do it now. Right. Yeah. You can do it now. Right now. So definitely. So what, what's been your your proudest professional moment, man? I'm sure there's been a lot of things, man, that you've been proud of. But what's been one of the, your proudest professional moments? One of the things I'm proudest of, and man, I, I always keep this one on deck because it is such a proud moment for me. Uh, I, I've had a guy who's been in this program for two years. He came to me and he was struggling in everything, developmental everything. Um, and he was to the point his GPA was so low, he messed up his financial aid. He wasn't even getting financial aid. Um, and there was a time where he just, he took a semester off. He wasn't even in school, but he was always here. And I always worked with him. I was like, hey, look, this is what we're going to do to get you, you know, back in school. This is what we're going to do to get you back on financial aid. We're going to get you out of this developmental. And um, we slowly worked slowly worked he 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 had some some times where he just wanted to keep quitting and i continued to work with him and I'm, I'm proud to say after this semester he was able to get back on his financial aid his gpa is well over 2.0 
and uh, he's going to actually graduate early, and he's going to get ready to transfer uh, down to A&M Commerce. Awesome. Um, so I, I, I've been I've been sending A&M Commerce a lot of students, man. I mean, you can cut me a check, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm very proud of him um, because some days he would just come in my office crying like I I can't do this, you know. I'm trying to work two jobs. I'm trying to deal with uh, the school. I'm trying to figure out how to help my moms. You know, they want money for this and this and this and this, I'm, and, I, and I'm trying to stay on this school thing. Uh, but he stuck with it, man. I'm very, very proud of him. Very, very proud of him. That's good, man. And you know what? What's good too is that most most of the time, what's sad is that students would do that, right? They'll open up, and and teachers, educators, parents understand that sometimes they don't need to do that. They don't they don't need to open up with you, but they do it because there's something about you that they trust. Yeah. And so you have to take those moments, man, and and realize that, man. You know, there's this student who's being vulnerable with me. So here's my part to do everything mm-hmm. that I can to help this kid, you know, everything that I can to, to support him. And, and sometimes it's not even, uh, you know, financial. It's just being there yeah. for them, you know. And yeah. so, uh, man, that's my, I'm telling you, bro, that, that's why I chose you, man, because I know you got that heart. Because and, how many people, you know, you know, people would go and, and knock on their door and they're kind of like, just blow them off. Well, hey, I'm busy. It happens. Yeah. You know, it happens. There, I guarantee you there are professors and teachers and faculty and staff who, all right, whatever, you know, they don't, they don't give them the time of day. But yet you're here. And it goes beyond your job, man. Yeah. I know it does because you even mentioned it, that they don't have to be part of the MAP program. They can be any student here. You, you'll want to help them, so yeah. definitely not. Like I said, you can't take it lightly. They've opened up to you for a reason. Yeah. And you don't know if you shut them off if they're ever going to open up again. Exactly. You might have been the last person that they said, I'm going to give this a try to. And if you don't take it serious, um, you don't know what lasting effects you, you have. So. Um, I take each thing and everything, you know, seriously, man. I've had students text me at 2 in the morning saying, look, I've been on this certain drug for the last five years and I'm ready to get off it. And it's 2 in the morning. You know, my wife's like, "Uh, (laughs) who is that? Who is this at 2 in the morning? And I was like, it's one of my students, see? Um, But, you know, and um, that's another story, man. I was able to help that student uh, get into the right resources to help get him off of that drug you know and if you saw him you just never would have known because he just looked like you know typical college student good to go but you know had no idea that he was uh hooked on this drug and so uh thankfully you know we was able to get him off of that and he's been doing great that's awesome man that's powerful man that's powerful man so uh you have a platform man yeah you you have your map group that's your platform you know every you meet with them every tuesday Yes, sir. Every, every Tuesday, every two Tuesday. o'clock, like clockwork. Uh, they know. Every Tuesday you meet with them. So, but let's just say, you know, if someone was to ask you, all right, what what are the what do you feel are the most the two to three most important things you want to make sure that you impart in the lives of the of the students that that you have that you're you know over. One that they are loved, okay, and they're cared about regardless of what they may feel. Um, they're loved and they're cared about, and somebody is here to support them. Um, and the second thing is just like, look, you can do this. A lot of times, I, I you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pull their, I'll pull their, their test scores or I'll pull their grades, and I was like, you can do this work. You've made A's and B's in this class, or you've tested, you know, out of this. You can do this. So it's important that I always have to remind you can do this. Um, don't, don't. You know, everybody's gonna have those times where they, you know, where they fail or something. And it's like, but you know, look back at those times you were successful. You can do this work. So a lot of times they feel like, you know, like I said, college isn't for them, and it's not, you know. But look, man, these grades show you can do this. Mm-hmm. You can do this, and so it's very important that they know. Look, you, you're loved and cared about, 
and that look, you know, you can do this. You can do this. That's good. And, and you may and you may be that only voice that tells them that, right? And I'm there every step of the way. And I'll tell them too, look, I'll be here every step of the way for whatever it is you need. Like, you know, just speak up and let me know. Mm-hmm. If I can't do it, I know somebody who can. But, you know, let 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 let's let's do this. You can do this. And um it, it's been a powerful tool for me to tell them that. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, you you don't know who else is not telling them that. Sometimes they go home and everything you've imparted in them here, they go home and it just gets washed away by some of their life stuff and you got to hit the reset button every day. Um, and so it's almost like a broken record sometimes that I have to continue to, and I, I say the same thing over and over, hey man, you got this, you got this, you got this, because when they leave off this campus, they might not ever hear that. Exactly. Yeah. But that's that consistency we talked right. about. You know, yeah. it's that consistent message that you give to them. And, you know, so eventually... Obviously, we know they have to make that choice, right? Yeah. But if, as long as you know you did your part, as long as you know that, man, I, I planted that seed and, you know, I'm, I'm being consistent in, in my actions. I can't control what they do. Right. But I can control what I do. Yeah. I can't control how they take this information, but I can control every time that I see them, that I tell them that, hey, I, you're loved. I yeah. love you. And I tell them, hey, you can do it. Yes. So, again, you're planting that seed, hoping that, you know, someone's going to, you know, they're going to take it and they're going to run with it and, and do the best with it. But again, you can't control that, so you can only control what it is that you do. So, as a leader, because you're a leader, man, you're a leader on this campus, yeah. right? Yeah. Leader on this campus. So, what's the greatest? Is somebody else, right? Let's say, let's say one of your your young men were like, you know, gay man, I'm gonna go to college, man, and I want to do exactly what you do, or I want to do a similar program somewhere else. What's the greatest greatest leadership tip you could provide to them? Get you a mentor. Get you somebody. Um, that can show you the ropes. If you needed to be me, fine. Um, but get you a mentor, somebody that's going to have your back here. Um, I have a mentor. Um, I think it's it's very important. Um, not every day is my best day, but I know I can go to my mentor and they're on this campus and I can go in there and I can knock on the door like, hey, look, I just need to talk for five, 10 minutes. And sure, what's on your mind, Gabe? Talk to me. Um, but getting a mentor, it, it, it's, it's, it's a huge difference. And so... And I tell them, look, whatever it is you're trying to do uh, in life, I'll help you find a mentor in that field. I have some people who really will work with you um, and, and and impart back that wisdom into you. But, man, getting a mentor, man, it, it's a huge difference. Huge difference. So you're stressing that. So you must have a mentor. Yeah. Tell man. us a little bit about your mentor. My mentor is, ironically, it's a, it's a, it's a woman. Um, it's actually, she's my, um, she's my direct report here. And so she's been with me for five years. Um, she's always been approachable from day one. Um, it, it, she's one of those people. She's great at listening. Awesome. She's great at listening. Like I'll have some, you know, like I said, I have some bad days too. And you we know, all do, brother. Yeah, I'm not, all, I'm not always <laughs> on for the students. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the easiest way I can do that is I go knock on her door and I say, Hey, we got some, can I talk to you for a little bit? No matter how busy she is. And she is busy cause she's over a lot of stuff here. She always says, Sure, Gabe, what's going on? What's on your mind? Never once has she said, hey, I'm too busy for this or I don't have time right now. Mm -hmm. She's always been available to me. um, And she's actually been well versed in male initiatives. But but, oh, man, she's great. I can I sing her praises uh, every step of the way um, only because she's invested. um, She's invested in me and my growth, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this for a little over three years. At some point, she's going to say, okay, hey, you've been doing a great job at this. I know you love this job, but what's next? Mm-hmm. 
what's next for you. So she's pushing you to do more. Right. And yeah. she has no problems with saying, hey, look, if you some some people feel like, you know, if, they, if you report directly to them, they don't want you to leave if you do a great job, because that means, you know, that person is it's a boy feel left to feel. She's like, look, I want you to do better. So yeah, I, 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 shout out to Latrenda Thomas. Ah, I said shout name. out, Latrenda Thomas. Out. <laughs> yeah, she, she's amazing, amazing. Awesome, awesome. So what would you ever want to do as as a as an educator, man? You know, here you are. You know, you're you're leading young men, man. Every semester, and though some of them may be with you two, three semesters, some of you, some of them, excuse me, just may be with you one semester. What would you never want to do as an educator, and why? Give up. I would never give up on a student, no matter if they um, hit that point to where they're no longer here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still going to check up on you. I'm still going to show you that that I care because eventually, you know, we can get you back or we can always create something to 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 get you back to where you are. But, man, I, I will never give up on a student uh, as long as they're not giving up on themselves. Okay. Never give up on a student. That's good. All right, Gabe, is there anything else I should have asked that I didn't? Um, man, no, you did a great job, man. I'm happy to be here, uh, man. I'm happy that you chose me to actually speak on my platform, a little bit of my history and, um, you know, some of my successes, uh, here at this, um, the best thing I could tell anybody, whether they're listening to this is if you're at a community college or a four year, there's something, there's a program, there's a male initiative program on that campus. I, 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 I ask that you reach out to them, work with them, see if they need anybody to come in and, speak give back some of your expertise you know they said i bring you in ac man you don't ask for nothing you know Mm -hmm. um a lot of these programs aren't don't have the best funding so you know the fact that i can call on i got a motivational speaker that could come through that charges people that's gonna come speak for free yes man um but yeah no matter where you're at (laughs) don't tell them that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah what did i tell you though i told you that i was like look man when it when it's local and it's local right because you know not only that but it's local but I know your heart's in the right place, man. Right. Like, I can have maybe some high school in Dallas to call me, but, you know, they just kind of want me just to, you know, their heart's not in it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it, you know. And, and that doesn't say that I don't care about the kids. I do care about the kids, yeah. but I also know my worth, too. And so I also know that I want to be connected with people whose heart's in the right place. Like I told you, man, you can call me anytime. As yeah. long as I'm here, I'll do it. Yeah. Because, again, I know your heart really wants to help these kids i've seen it man so definitely man you know so yeah it's free for him all right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) there's a little there's another reason why but you know yeah but um you know he's worth every penny even if uh whatever he decides to uh (laughs) to dish out man he's worth every every penny um but yeah just reach out to each and every one of these uh these programs see see what they need see what you can help them with donate some clothes man i have people who donate uh donate neckties and and unused clothes to me all the time and there's students there's people who need it you know, um, I got a whole stores is full of the stuff. And, um, you know, guys, if they're doing interviews and stuff, they don't have a suit or tie. Look, I got something for you. Come on. Um, but, yeah, just reach out to these programs across the, the, the country. They're they're there. That's awesome. So yeah. if you're listening, so that, that's perfect because it's going to lead into this. Man, why don't you tell people if they want to help? You know, they've listened to you so far. You've shared, your, you know, a little bit of your MAP program here at Richland and what you do. You know, you're helping young men of color, you know, just you know, to be prepared not only for success in the classroom, but success out of the classroom. So, hey, let's say they want to reach out to you and, you know, and help out. How can they reach out to you? Where can they find you? Social media, yeah. email. Yeah, they can hit me up, man. My email is Gabe, G-A-B-E, Randall, R-A-N-D-L-E, that's all one word, at D-C-C-C-D dot E-D-U. Email me. My email is even attached to my phone. It'll come right to me. 
um, social media. We're on the gram, uh, Instagram.com, RLCMAP. Uh, we're always on the gram. AC always hits us with the likes and the, with our posts, man. Always, so always, always. I always appreciate the love. But, um, yeah, that's the two best ways to get a hold of me, man. Like, um, and anything you, I'll take any help, any help, because this is, this is important work. And so anybody wants to help me, you don't even have to be be in my state. We can help. We can network. We can exactly, work with each other. Exactly. Why don't you tell them before we get off, man, tell them about the big program coming in 2020. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're actually going to be hosting a mail initiative summit uh, here April 24th, 2020. That's a Friday. Um, and so what we do here is because every school in our district kind of has a program similar to this, we have an, a summit every year and it's at a different college. And so coming up next year, it's going to be at Richland. And so, man, we're we're in the process of, of trying to work out some logistics and stuff for that as well. Um, but, yeah, stay tuned. That's going to be a big event. Um, AC, you know you're going to be in the house. That's right. Um, and so <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be my, my, my big masterpiece since I've been here uh, these past three years. And uh, we're going to put on a great uh, showing for some of these uh, some of these men. It's going to be for, for, for them. I mean, I'm looking to invite out, invite high schools out, these local high schools that are going to be feeding into uh, these colleges. Different colleges from around the Dallas-Fort Worth area are invited out. Man, I network with some people, uh, man, in, in, in California, out in Compton College, in Arizona. Uh, man, they, there's tons of people who are doing this work who want to come support us. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a, a – it's going to be a great summit, man. I'm very excited for it. Me very too, excited. man. Me too. I know it's going to be great, and I know um, that – Man, just great things are coming for you, man, because, Appreciate again, it. you know, you put yourself, you're in it for the right reason. And I know I've, I've said that a lot, but he really is. So he I, means it, man. I, he I, means, I, yeah. I really, no, I really I mean that. it. I really believe it. And uh, so, yeah, definitely, if you if you want to help out, that's something you can help out with. And, again, I like what he said. Seek out the help. And, no, if you're, maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're a high school teacher, right? And, and you're wondering, you know, you have some high school students in your class. Like, look, there's help once they get to – you know, higher ed, you know, they, there's programs that are in place that can help with transition from, mm-hmm. from, you know, K through 12 to higher ed. So reach out for it, look for it, hit Gabe up. I'm sure he'll help you. You know, even if it's not Richland, he can connect you with That's somebody right. from Eastfield, yep. Brookhaven, you know, El Centro. So just know that there's help and know that people want to help you out. All right. So Gabe, man, I appreciate it, man. It's, it's been good. Man, it's, it's been a good great, time, man. man. I appreciate it. AC, all right, brother. Man. Won't be the last time either. Right? It better not, man. Anytime nah, nah. you want to be here. We may have to do a recap of the Mel. You know what? Let's put that. We'll do a, a recap of the Mel Summit in April. So Bam. we're going to have you back after that. You're going to have to recap and just tell us about it and tell us how it went. I'd make you do a live podcast that day, man. We nah, should. Nah. We should. <laughs> we will talk about that. Thanks so much, brother. Appreciate, appreciate it, brother. It, brother. All right. Thank you. That about wraps up another episode of the Mission Driven Podcast. I hope you guys were taking notes because Gabe was dropping some fire, fire in regards to what it takes to make an impact and to let your students know that you care about them. So whether you're working at an elementary school, you're working at a middle school or a high school, or you're working in higher education, remember, be consistent. All right, kids who need you to be consistent. So guys, again, thank you so much for listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure to rate and review. And if you're on Spotify, make sure to follow me so you know when the next episode comes out. As always, guys, I am so thankful and grateful for your support. I'm so thankful and grateful that you decided to listen to my podcast. And as always, I hope you guys know that the mission continues. So remain mission driven until next time. Faith, hope, love.